Yo, what's good? I'm Steven Pham, also known as So Famish, and this is my story. So tell everyone, I mean, where are you from? I am from Homa, Louisiana. So for, for someone who's never been to Homa, tell them, how do you get there? Shit, you get there by going on, uh, shit, off of I-10, exit <laughs> to Booty and Homa, get on 90, 90 east, go straight down, and you're gonna see an exit, Homa. <laughs> so how did you make it from Homa all the way to New Orleans? So growing up in Homa, um, trying to cut the story down as short as possible. Uh, growing up in Homa, just a very small city, right? So really, uh, me being the fact that I love to dance, that's my passion, I am, I am a, a professional dancer. Uh, I knew I had to get out and find other opportunities. And I know New Orleans really ain't that far. And honestly, I could have went back and forth from Homa to New Orleans all the time, even if I did decide to stay there. But um, New Orleans is where the creativity is at. All the young entrepreneurs, I see a lot of people motivated to start their own business whether it's a clothing line, a restaurant, um, or anything to deal with like dancing, uh, music. Um, I just knew there's a lot of different artists out here I could I connect with and kind of share my, my brand with them and kind of collaborate. That's been, been my goal since I've uh, been here and I've been, been able to fortunately connect with a lot of different people. Okay, so how old were you when you first realized you could actually dance? Uh, 11 years old actually, fifth grade. Um, so what happened was uh, my brother, my older brother, Kevin Pham, he got me started. Him and his uh, best friend, Ricky. And they used to always dance at the crib uh, with glow sticks and shit, <laughs> watching Usher uh, and uh, OG called name Mr. Wiggles. He's a street dancer. Mr. Um, Wiggles, that's a very interesting name. Yeah, Mr. Wiggles, <laughs> that's his name, man. Look him up, fire. Uh, that's, that kind of sparked everything, just watching them every day practicing. And so what I did was, I was born in the 90s, so I got the, the blessings of, of that transition between, uh, you know, cassette players, CDs, to YouTube, and having all those resources. So I started watching tutorials on YouTube, just mimicking different people, um, mimicking my brother. And I went to school, uh, I went to Greenwood Middle School, actually, in Gibson, Louisiana. And um, I knew the best way to test it if I could dance or not, even though I felt like I could, was go to the first dance and just do it and see how people react. Because I knew my classmates would tell me if I was poo or not. So all they did was Joe's back in Greenwood Middle School. They just, uh, you know, rag on you all the time. So when I did it, I got a lot of props, uh, a lot of uproar, a lot of claps. People said, man, you really good, man. You should keep going. And that, from that point on, I just kept going with it. And I've been dancing ever since. And it's been like 20 years. I'm 31 years old. So that's how my dancing started. So, when did you realize like you were going to start dancing on a professional level? Uh, honestly, man, when it came to came to wanting to be a professional dancer, it kind of just gradually happened naturally. Cause uh, I love dancing for me, you know. That's my outlet. That's my foundation. It runs it runs deeper for me when it comes to dancing because dancing for me is the foundation of where I am today. Uh, building my confidence, uh, being able to speak confidently, uh, look at someone in the eye, shake their hand, interview, in interview well, um, and being able just to know that I could get better in other aspects of life. So as time progressed, I just gained opportunities na naturally, because I, I would put all of my dance videos on the internet, which kind of gave me a lot of uh, opportunity to connect with different people. 
people reach out to me, I reach out to them. And uh, you know, that's how I kind of started knowing like, hey, I can really do something with this. Um, and that's kind of how I became a professional dancer, dancer gradually over time, you know? It kind of just happened organically. It wasn't ever like a, a goal of mine. Gotcha. So like, when was the first time you actually realized, well, when the first time you actually I received your first on a big break as one on a content creator, like it was like dropping music videos for artists and everything like that. Um, really, it hit me um, whenever uh, what happened was I met up with a guy named Derek um, with the Dark Brothers. He kind of put me on game how people used to uh, pay for promo and, and posts and things of that nature. And then from that point on, it sparked an idea for me to try to get myself out there more by dancing to like the hottest songs out or you know local artist songs and then what I'll do is uh, I will look at the hottest songs that are popping and I would dance that song and I understood how the algorithm worked at the time with the hashtags and everything it'll pour into the, the, the crowd to, to, to my Instagram page and or YouTube and then once I did that I'll flip it and put out what I really want to put out put out a dance to an actual song I really want to dance to, if that makes sense. So like, it's like a give and take type of thing. I'll dance to something hot, uh, kind of, you know, gain the crowd from the algorithm, get people to my page to follow me, and then I'll backdoor with something I really want to post for real. And then from there, I realized, man, I could do something with this and charge for promo, whether it be for pe people's merch, uh, people's music. Um, and at the same time, I'm helping my community organically, you know, by, by collaborating with them, with my passion for dance. Excellent. And so, for yourself, if how was it like seeing, I'm like Chris Brown, actually, I like read, I'm like show you, you know, if you dance and anything, things like that. Man, that's a, a vivid memory I'll never forget because Chris Brown is like my favorite artist, you know, in the industry. I just admire the fact that you know, uh, I admired how his music is, his dancing mentality. And the way he continues to adapt over time, like he's endless, endless amounts of creativity, and I just appreciate that about him. Um, but whenever he did post me, man, I was up, up, excited. Like, and, and and the crazy thing about it is, I knew it would get reposted that that, that night because it was back in March. I want to say back in maybe 2018-ish when the first repost happened, and that's what gave me my flush of followers. Like, that's what really blew my page up. Hey, how about actually like, how many followers? I'm like, did you get after that? Man, roughly, uh, it's so much to count, but if I had to guess, roughly 10,000 from, from CB. So when that happened, man, I, bruh, I was so, I was on an ultimate high. And then from that point, everybody was in my DMs and, you know, giving me different opportunities, paying me for different things to, to, to dance to as far as their music or where their merch. And it really gave me, honestly, it gave me, it gave me some clout, you know, it gave me some clout to really Propel. So shout out to Chris Brown for doing that for me. I'll be forever grateful for that because that triggered everything. From that point on, I oh, so how many times I'm like heavy? I'm like actually I'm like reposted you. Roughly, I want to say I think five, six times. Don't quote me on that, but roughly that, around that time, around that many times. I mean, awesome. Sorry. But it's time for him to make one like backup dance about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that would that would be a true blessing. But you know the funny thing about me is one of the things that kind of hold me back as a dancer from different opportunities is the fact that. I'm so honing to what I do. I'm a freestyle dancer, so anything I do is off the dome. Like I don't really rehearse or anything like that. I don't. I don't do choreography, and that's honestly been an opportunity for me to kind of work on and try to get into the industry. But it's something I never really focused on, and it's something that I never truly like organically wanted to do genuinely. So that's something that that I, that, that holds myself back. Honestly, it's me. 
But I know I could be bigger than what I am today, to be honest with you. I just, it's, it's me. I'm really honing to what I do, what I want to do. Uh, so what's next for you, though? Like, and how is that going to change? Um, honestly, <laughs> as far as, like, a vision of what I want to do next, there's really no clear vision for me because everything I do is on a day-by-day basis. Um, I've always been blessed by God just to continuously do what I love to do, let it build me internally, mentally, and spiritually. Uh, and that's how, kind of how I continue to build myself. But honestly, there's no like clear vision on what I want to do next. You know, it's right now it's just everything is organic. You know, and maybe that's another something I also have to kind of hone and think about as well. But uh, there's really no clear vision for me at this point in time. Okay, so being one dancer and being one on a content creator, tell us what do you enjoy most about it, and tell us what do you actually. I'm going to hate about it. I love the fact that it's not work. Like, it's not nothing I have to do to live and make money. Um, it's nothing I have to really stress about because it's my outlet to simply express myself and to continue to have that self-development. Um, one thing that I truly love, love about dancing is the fact that I continuously continue to get better at it no matter what. Um, and then what I don't like about it uh, sometimes I don't like the fact that when I do get opportunities, I have to do it, and it kind of it kind of takes away the fun for me because at that point I'm doing it for a check. So doing it for money sometimes, not all the time, sometimes makes me hate dancing. That sometimes, at times. All right, gotcha. So, tell us what was the hardest dance have you ever like practiced or, or like actually tried to on like perfect um the hardest thing that I can remember is uh even in even out my my body as far as like if I wave like this with on my right hand doing the same thing on my left hand because I'm right-handed so I'm gonna do it better of course I'm using it all the time but this this hand this arm per se I gotta continually drill it as simple as that may sound, it's so nerve-wracking having to continuously practice this left arm compared to my right. Because my right was so naturally better because I'm using it all the time. And a lot of my moves will always kind of point so to the right. So kind of making it even on my left side, that's been the hardest thing to perfect over time. But it continues to get better. Uh, it's just muscle memory, you know. But that, that's what I recall has been the hardest as far as learning a specific move, anything on my left side because I'm right-handed. So a lot of times my right side always looks better than my left side. A lot of people don't catch that, but yeah. that's just an internal thing, you know what I'm saying? So like being one like dancer, content creator, and also most people might not know, but you still have a job. Yeah. And like a lot of, you know, and a lot of people on social media actually put this, put this on like facade on like, you don't need a job, but you know you still got bills and everything like that. So like, do you think you will ever be a time where you just go full throttle and be one content creator, dancer, etc.? I won't shut it down. It's still possible, but I don't mind. For me, I guess it's because I'm getting older and I'm married. I, I don't mind having a full time career as long as I'm still able to do what I love to do. Right. You know what I mean? So like, that's kind of like a balance for me. You know, uh, my career is my reality, but my dancing is like my dream and aspiration. So I kind of have the best of both worlds in a sense, as far as being a husband, a provider, working a full-time career, trying to continuously grow within that industry or organization. And then I have, you know, 
just just me, just chilling with my homies, kicking it. For example, we're here at the club right now, Loyalty Club, just chilling, kicking it, having a good time all the time. That's all a part of the creative process for me and just creating and uh, collaborating with different artists. So it's the best of both worlds for me. I don't mind it, you know what I mean? But I won't shut it out completely, but you know, it's always an opportunity that one day I could just do full-on content and just straight up dance. But I love the fact that my, my, my passion for dance is not a job for me. So, you know, you always wearing and supporting like local brands in New Orleans. So I want you to answer, you know, I want you to answer this yeah. as best as you possibly can. Sure. Name your top five fashion designers in New Orleans right now. Uh, my name or just brand? Brand. Uh, Loyalty Club, number one. Uh, Beignet Boys and Foster, which that's kind of like one and the same. Uh, Made in the Hood, uh, Like Sushi, uh, and I'm going to go with uh, uh, Boulevard, etiquette, those five. So like, you know, seeing all these fashion brands grow, like, actually, what do you think is actually next for like New Orleans in like fashion world? I think it continues to elevate, man. I think, uh, if we could somehow come together and, and, and make one big event or something like, you know, Melrose has, Melrose has all like the fashion, streetwear, clothing lines. I think if if we took the time to all come together, we could make something really huge because I've, I've traveled to a lot of different places and I feel like the, the, the fashion out here in New Orleans stands out the most to me just because everybody is creating something different um, and everybody is has their own unique perspective of, of, of what they want to output to the world and I think if we all came together I think it'll take it to the next level um, as far as New Orleans in general not just in fashion but as far as a good community less crime you know and, and for something to people to get into you know what I mean um, and inspirational for the youth but I also want to say because I forgot to say it I know you said five but I have to include Maximo I love Maximo to death they definitely in my top five as well oh shout out Maximo shout out Maximo I gotta say that I'm so sorry about that but yeah because I, I wear out of all the clothes I wear, Loyalty Club and Maximo is probably what I own the most of. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's the two top brands I have the most in my in my collection that I wear consistently. So I guess it's the top six for me. Sorry, <laughs> but I gotta put Maximo in there. So I gotta I gotta get you a name. I'm like a whole other top five. Who is your top five? Are like dancers in the world right now? Top five dancers, man. That's a hard. Yeah, that's great. That's a hard question for me. Cause I don't really watch anybody by myself. Ooh, so you gotta keep naming yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, cause the, the reason why though is cause when you look at different dancers, like when I was young, I used to unintentionally copy them, right. which enhanced kind of makes me a biter. I mean, now growing up, it was good for me, even though I was a biter because it helped me learn how to move my body. But I think it don't matter if you're a rapper, or a dancer, or whatever. You're gonna bite something off someone anyway, like each person. Yeah. Like, like, because, you know, oh, well, you're not the first dancer. Of course not. And, like, I'm not the first person to do interviews. And, like, Clola, you're not the first person to drop Clola. So you're going to bite stuff. So I think sometimes you just watch a lot of um, just and watch other dancers for, like, you know, I'm an influence. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm, when, when I'm in, in need of inspiration. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. We're all, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To actually learn to do a move halfway or something like that. So it would have to be uh, the twins. I don't know if you've seen them. 
excuse me, they dance uh, for Beyonce. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they still do, but they did. But they're the big. They're two twins. They're some probably the biggest dancers out right now, street dancers wise. Um, I gotta go with uh, Salah. I believe he's from France. That's two. Uh, great entertainer. Um, who else do I go back to? Um, I can only name two right now, man. I'm sorry, but those 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 two dancers, actually three technically, because the twins is two people, and then Salah is one person. Um, that's who I kind of go back and watch sometimes, from time to time, to get some inspiration um, when I'm dancing. Okay. So, last but not least, tell everyone. I'm like, what can they find you on social media? And just also how to find all your all your content and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. So you can check me out on all platforms, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, my website, if you want to buy some merch to support me, it's uh, soulfamish.com. That's S-Zero-P-H-A-M-I-S-H. Soulfamish. Keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? Keep, the, keep everything consistent. Soulfamish. Everywhere. All platforms. All right. We done. Yes, yeah, sir.